Hey, good afternoon, everybody. This is Reverend Nessie of New Birth Ministries. And um, I am coming to you a tad bit late because I had an appointment today. Um, I'm coming to you with morning coffee in heaven with Jesus. Amen. And I just wanted to I'll go this way. All right, just a minute here. Uh, I think I'm doing right. There we go. Okay, and I just wanted to come and talk to you about the Lord for a minute, if you don't mind. Hallelujah. God is good. Um, testify. I know God's been good to me, and I I testify. You know, some people act like they're scared. They don't want to talk about their business. That's okay. I testify. When God does something good for you, it's in the Word. And I'll find it for you. For those who want to, you know, know where it's at, amen, I'll find it for you. But we are supposed to testify about the goodness of the Lord, amen. When somebody gives you something good, why wouldn't you want to tell it to other people? When bad things happen, don't we tell it, amen. Hallelujah. Some people tell it quick. You know, some people want pity or some people just want prayer. They tell it quick. But why not do the same for when good things happen, amen. I hope you're drinking your coffee as well, or tea, whatever you have, whatever you have. Um, but we have to focus on God at all times. The devil is busy going around trying to see who he can slip up, who who he can hurt, who he can take over. Amen. And uh, we should not allow him to. I was just in uh, an Uber. I was in an Uber taxi with a man this morning, uh, going to an appointment, and he was telling me how uh, his child, he has a child, well, actually two children, and one got a little smart with him, okay? We know that the enemy uses children. When he can't get to you, he'll use your children, okay? Because children are young, and they don't know anything. They don't have enough education yet, enough wisdom, okay? Put it that way, and knowledge yet, knowledge and wisdom. So he said his one son got a little smart with him and, and was testing him, you know, and he told him, he said, you're not going to treat me like that. I'm, I'm not a pushover. And his son said, well, I'll call the police. And he told his son, he said, go ahead and call the police, <laughs> the police. See, and this is how we have to treat um, ignorance. Okay. There's something in the old Testament about the sin of ignorance. They had a, um, an offering for something called the sin of ignorance. When somebody ignorantly sins, not realizing that they are. Okay. And um, this is how we, this is how we have to treat it. No matter how it comes with our children, our teachers, our pastors and preachers, neighbors, family, friends. When something disrespects you, put it in its place. Amen. Now we know that we're children of the Most High God. Okay, we know we're beautiful okay, through Jesus. Amen. <laughs> Through Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's get rid of that vanity and realize who made us beautiful. All right. Amen. But we do not have to put up with someone's, which we know the root cause of it is the devil. Their mess. Amen. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. You know, put him in his place underneath your feet. When Jesus died on Calvary, okay, I, I don't know how many of you heard this before or I've heard it and it's it was wonderful when I heard it. When our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, died on Calvary, his feet was on top of the Calvary, okay, is where King David buried, allegedly, as, as history goes, okay, which the scholars found it to be true. So, you know, Jesus, Calvary is a place where, where David, King David, put the head of the giant that he killed, Goliath. And when you look at it, it looks like a huge skull. It's called the place of the skull. Now, when you think about it, Jesus on the cross, his feet was on top of the enemy. His feet was on top of the skull, the head of the giant. And he, he wants you to do the same thing. Believe in him. Accept Jesus Christ as your savior. And if you already have... Awesome. Know that the devil is underneath your feet. You have the weapons. Go to Ephesians and look. You have the weapons to defeat the devil. Not only do you have the spiritual weapons to defeat the devil, honey, we have the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. What can wash? What's the song say? What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. All you need is the blood of Jesus. All you need, hallelujah, is the blood of Jesus. You have power to get victory in every area of your life. Now, um, as I was even talking to the Uber drivers, he was telling me about how his son <laughs> thought he was going to tramps over him. Okay, yeah, yeah, he had to second, he had to tell him off in a nice way. Okay, that I, I'm the parent, I'm the daddy. You know, um, we have to remember that God gave us power to get victory. Okay, you have the victory. Now it's going to take time. Okay, as I was going to say earlier, it's go you have to have patience. I keep preaching that to people over and over. And I know some people say, you say she says it all the time. I don't think she knows anything else. Yeah, I do. But yeah, you'd be surprised. <laughs> Especially when I'm hit by the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And he gives me his wisdom. He's smarter than me. But you have to have patience. This is where the devil's getting a lot of people. Um, I'm tired of waiting. It's been so long. Hang in there. If you have a child that is suffering, have patience. I know that's hard for some of you to hear, but God is telling you to have patience. Amen. He's coming. God is going to work that in a way that you never experienced, that you never expected. Hallelujah. If you have a relative or a friend or a loved one, um, who's experiencing addiction, have patience. Continue to pray for them. Prayer works. 
you'd be surprised of the things that people were saved from through prayer. Amen. If you have people in your life uh, that suffer from addictions, pray. Have patience. If there's something you've been asking the God, asking the God, there's only one God. If there's something you've been asking our God, how's that for, and it didn't come to you yet, have patience. And I'm not just saying that because I can. I'm saying that because it is the truth. Amen. How do you think Jesus felt when he was around Pharisees and Sadducees, the leaders of the church. And they complained about him and talked about him and dogged his name and, and threatened to report him and all this and that and things that the flesh does, things that people in their flesh would do. Amen. Jesus had patience. He just had patience. You know why? Because he knew what he was doing. He and his father were and are one. There's no way he would have ever, there's no way he would have lost anyway. No matter what it was, there's no way he would have lost. If you know you're going to win, have patience and let it play out. Because you got it like that. Why? Because God said so. Hallelujah. Amen. So this is, uh, excuse me, this is, sorry, I'm reading a message to my Uber driver. Thank me for the trip. This is a message on August 4th. I mean, time is really flying by. I want to say, August, <laughs> I think it's August 5th. Yeah, August 5th, Thursday. Put it that way. The first week of August, Thursday, 2021. God is so good. I'm losing time. I don't even care anymore. You know, that's what happens when you trust in God. You'll lose time. He'll take you to a place where time doesn't matter. That's why I'm telling you have patience. Time doesn't matter. You already won. You just have to wait around for that moment. Wait around for the big, the, the breakthrough. Time doesn't matter. You already won. Don't rush for anybody. Don't rush for anything. Make the world wait on you. You are the one that has the answers. Amen. Hallelujah. So I don't want to make this too long. I just wanted to make sure that um, I, I checked in on, uh, with you guys today. Um, and I wanted to bless you. The Lord bless you and keep you. Make his face to shine upon you. Give you his grace, his mercy, and his peace. Hallelujah. Give us countenance. Let people see the countenance of the Lord on your face every time they look at you. In Jesus' name. And all of Israel, and the name of Israel, and the people of Israel, and those grafted in with Israel will be blessed. If you want to be blessed, be grafted in. If you're not saved, just say this. Jesus, forgive me of my sins. I denounce my sins. And I accept you as my Savior. I believe you died on a cross for me and rose three days later just for me. 
Thank you, Jesus, for what you did for me. I love you. And amen. Welcome to the family of God. Just please live holy. Don't go out there. You just did. You just did a 180. Don't go out there and end up doing a 360 instead, right back in the same place you were before you just got saved. The Bible says when you get saved, God throws your sins as far as the east is from the west. Amen. You're saved. Welcome to the family of God. Hallelujah. That's my job. It's what I do. <laughs> you know, everybody else, there might be some people who put on airs or, or you know, theatrics, as I call it, and they yell and scream and hallelujah. No, I, just, I just ask people if they're saved. I'm like, are you saved? Now, it's it's nice to get baptized because baptism is important, but it's not necessary to your salvation. Okay, there are people who accepted Jesus Christ in the Bible. They didn't get baptized by water. Um, but there's just something special that happens when you do that. When I got baptized, I came up out of that water speaking in tongues. I had no idea what I was doing. It was awesome. And there were two ladies that were on, on each side of me dressed in white. And um, this was in uh, Bethlehem Temple in East Liberty, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I'll never forget it. I loved it. I came up out of that water and I was speaking in tongues. I immediately got my tongues when I went down in the water and got baptized. And it might happen. It happens to, to happen to a lot of people. Um, but it's not necessary. You know, getting baptized by water is not necessary to your salvation. Accepting Jesus is necessary. To your salvation. Amen. To go find a Bible-believing, tongue-talking church. Or at least a church that, believe, that still believes in healing. Healing still go on. Speaking in tongues still goes on. I wish you guys could see this bird that's staring at me. I'm looking through my living room window and it's so pretty. It's like I'm talking and he's just sitting there listening. Uh, but anyhow, uh, yeah. And, and uh, just learn about Jesus. Live holy. Don't go out there. Don't go back to the muck and the mire. Don't go back here to the vomit. The Bible says, as a dog, dog returns to his vomit, so does a fool return to his folly. Don't go do that. Do not lick vomit. Amen. Walk on gold. Hallelujah. Walk on gold like your Father God does. And be blessed. Amen. God bless you. Thanks for listening to me. I got to put my cup down because I got to do, do my salute. You know, if Kate, people probably wonder why. People, people wonder why I salute because I was in the United States Marine Corps from 81 to 87, Paris Island, South Carolina, Camp Lejeune, North Carolina, and I loved it. I absolutely loved being a Marine. I was almost a gunnery sergeant, but I came back to Pittsburgh because I had a, a new stereo in an apartment. I turned down the offer to be a gunnery sergeant, uh, a, a drill sergeant. But anyhow, that's where I get it from, and I just salute people. Reverend Nessie signing off. God bless you. Hallelujah. Thanks for listening.